0: What's up, you guys? Happy freaking Sunday and welcome back to Brunch with Des B, the podcast. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. B standing for the baddest and Des standing for Desiree. That is my actual name. If you're new here, hello. If you're not new here, welcome back. Thanks for tuning back in and I'm so happy to start off your week on a good note. If you're new here, I just want to let you know that this is and can be a very explicit podcast. I just want to kind of disclaim because some people can be a little taken back and that's all right. I try to keep it reeled in. But at the end of the day, this is just my little playground to have fun with you guys and let you guys know a little bit about me and chat about some topics and more. So today is episode nine and something that I really want to chat about today and one that I had planned to chat about in the future, but kind of just ended up coming up a little faster is my relationship with Christ, how that has come about, how I was brought up and ultimately what I believe that, that looks like to me. Um, and again, I say to me because everyone has their own opinions in their own relationship and their own religion. Um, and I'm very much respective of that. However, I do think that there's some flaws in the way that Christianity is brought about. And because of who I am and how I speak and how I act and things that I've done, um, some people would sadly deem me as not Christian. And so I just want to kind of open up the conversation and have it be a really raw and open topic to talk about today. You don't have to agree with me. Um, you don't have to believe what I believe. This this is not about that. I just want to talk a little bit about how I see my faith and how I see my journey and hopefully even encourage some of you guys to find your own journeys and um, create your own spiritual intimacy so without further ado again this is episode nine if this is something that you're already going to see yourself getting your panties in a bunch about I'm just going to tell you to x off right now Um, this is a positive mind space this is a positive place to just chat. Um, and this is not at all being derogatory towards anyone. So if you're just, if, if that's just the mood you're gonna come in with, I just, I don't want you here. And I'm just being very blunt about that. Um, so in in honor of that, um, let's get into the podcast and grab your drink, grab your mimosa. I have my Kroger sparkling water per use and let's talk some Jesus. All right, you guys, so obviously, again, this is very much going to just be talking about my personal kind of path in my Christianity and what that looks like to me. Um, I want to kind of invite you to listen a little deeper because if you guys have listened to past episodes, you've heard me talk about... um, you know premarital sex i i had had sex before i was married um you've heard me cuss uh you've heard me discuss alcohol you've heard me talk about drugs weed um etc so i i want you to keep an open mind during this and just kind of listen to where i'm at how i've got there and really understand who i am and and maybe even understand my and maybe even understand my own personal morals and values and belief and faith a little bit deeper um, and and possibly even help you understand yours a little bit deeper. So I'm going to rewind it back just to kind of give you guys a little outlook on where I started um, as a young girl. I did grow up in a Christian household. Um, I was raised kind of in the Lutheran faith. I was technically baptized a Lutheran. I'm going to be very transparent and tell you I don't directly know the difference between Lutherans and Christians other than some beliefs in the ways that they run their services. Um, But I'm not very educated on that. So um, my apologies to anyone out there in that faith, but that's just not something I was continued to be upbrung in. So to know the details, I just am not sure. Um, But I do know that I was baptized Lutheran and kind of brought up in that household During that time, uh, my mom put my sister and I in Awana um, Vacation Bible School, any sort of any sort of biblical opportunity for us to grow as babies and young toddlers going into middle school and more. We were a part of so Vacation Bible School, like I said, um, youth group, all of those things. We were immersed in it. I will say there was never a time in my life where I didn't believe in God or um, that higher power. There was a time um, when I went from high school to college where my relationship and Christianity in general just kind of swayed away. Um, Not that I never believed it, not that I ever really did. It just kind of wasn't existent in my mind. Um, I was new to college. There was so much stuff around that I felt very sheltered from in my upbringing that it was just like, holy shit, here's drugs, here's alcohol, here's sex, here's oral sex, here's ev- everything else sex, here's porn, here's the, like, I had no clue that people did this stuff. Um, I was very naive, and uh, again, I, I wasn't that way really in high school, so I didn't know a ton other than just that typical, like, laughing along with your friends, acting like you understand their jokes about like what 69 is, but not really knowing what the fuck 69 is, so. <laughs> Throughout that time, I just kind of went absent from faith. Um, Again, not that I didn't believe it, not that I didn't, it just wasn't present in my life. Come my sophomore year of college, I got an opportunity to play, you know, Division I volleyball, and um, during that time, I really reignited my faith. I started listening to some online, um, you know, churches and stuff like that, because during volleyball, we were pretty much booked every single weekend during season Um, in Sundays weren't really a time where we could go, go to a church. So um, obviously I started to do that. I started to kind of revisit faith again. My grandma had prayed for me and with me and I started to reignite kind of this um, consistency in, you know, devotionals and all this stuff that kind of goes with it. Then come my junior year and my senior year of college is when I really, really threw myself into the word of god Um, i started extremely and hardcore listening to elevation church and transformation church i got baptized um, on my own like i made that decision to get baptized publicly and my faith really really grew i started to feel very confident in who i was who god was what he did for us what he continues to do for us what he expects of us um this that and the other now during this time It was a period of self-realization of where I've gone wrong in my life and where I continued to strive to be better. Um, I had gone through phases of, you know, not drinking, not doing this, not doing that, but then I turned 21 and it was like out the window, right? So a ton of things just continued to happen as I was growing in my faith. Um, I'm not perfect. No one is perfect and myself, I went through a phase of abstinence. Wyatt and I did, and we were wanting to not have sex until marriage, and kind of like re-giving ourselves, you know, in our relationship to God. Um, all of that was great, and it went great. But obviously, then we got married, and things didn't change, or you know, things went right back. So it it was a period of time where I felt terrible for the the wrong that I had done in the past, but I also didn't let it define me. And here's where I kind of come into the issue of now what Christianity is and how other Christians treat other Christians. Um, If you are someone out there who is looking to dive deeper in a relationship with God or a relationship spiritually, I don't think that you should at any point condemn yourself for what you have or have not done in your present, past or future. In the eyes of God, if we're gonna be biblical, Every sin is seen equal in the eyes of the Lord. So that means that if you went out and you told your mom a little white lie saying, oh, I, I, was, I was not at Johnny's, I was at my friend Karen's. All right, that, that's a sin, right? You lied and that's a sin. If you also go out or your friend goes out and has premarital sex, that is also condemned as sin, right? In that essence, neither of you sinned worse than than the other and that's where i have such an issue with christians in today's day and age they judge other christians by how they're living in what they are living without even judging themselves like if you're going to go out of your way to judge someone make sure that you're also judging yourself the same way and if we're going to get deep in here You know, we see so many people come out of prison, you know, killing someone, raping someone, murdering someone, um, hurting someone, robbing someone. They come out of prison and they find Jesus and everyone in the Christian community opens their arms and they're just so proud of their growth and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the minute that you have someone in the church having premarital sex, but still growing in their spiritual relationship, they get shunned from the church. And in my opinion, that's completely wrong because it doesn't matter what you've done, who you've done, what you're doing, or who you're going to do, you don't need to get completely just washed off the planet of Christianity because you did X, Y, and Z. Now our goal as Christians, and um, as someone of faith, the goal is to walk alongside God, right? The, the goal is to be perfect. The goal is to be like Christ. That is That is a goal. And I respect that goal. But the thing is, in the Bible even says, no one will ever be like Christ. No one will ever be Jesus. He was literally perfect. He never lied. He never sinned, you know, all of these things. Because of Adam and Eve, because the sin that entered the world, there is no way that we're ever going to be perfect. We can strive as hard as we want, but you can live your whole life perfect and go to heaven from praising him and rejoicing in him and giving to him. And I can live my life as perfect as I possibly can. And I'm still going to the same exact heaven that you are going into. There is no discrimination in heaven of, you were better than him. He was better than you. He sinned less, he sinned more. There is no layers of heaven. Guys, there's no layers. You have the opportunity to accept Christ into your heart and into your mind and into your soul and your body. And you are forever set free in an eternal life in Christ. That's his promise to you. So when you live a sin-stained life, when you live a tragic life, when you live dirty or you, you make bad decisions or you have a couple of rough-ass years, God's not going to turn his cheek from you because of that and that's the beauty behind god's grace for us does that mean that we should be repeated repeatedly making the same mistakes in the same sins no that's not the goal either god wants us to correct those sins to repent and to do it a different way right it's like when your dog you tell him to sit he doesn't sit you don't give him a treat right but that doesn't mean when he does sit the next time that you don't give him a treat, right? It, he still loves you, you still love your dog, etc. So, you know, are is it okay to be having premarital sex, literally know it's wrong, but still have it? Technically, no, it's not okay. You're acknowledging you know that it's wrong. But me personally, other than that that period of abstinence that Wyatt and I did have, I didn't correct my wrong. I didn't make it right. And that's okay. I, I'm not going to sit here and be embarrassed about it. Because it was my journey that has now led me to where I am at spiritually. So if you're someone who's who's interested and in, in open to, to relationship with God, but you're turned off by it, I'm just here to say I don't fucking blame you. I do not blame you at all. There are times where I even question is God real? And it hurts me to even say that because I feel terrible thinking it and I feel terrible saying it, but it's okay to doubt and it's okay to question and it's okay to kind of live in that weird phase that that's, that's growth. That's where you seek him in more prayer or you read deeper or you open up your eyes to see him around you. And that's when you do so as much as it's a turn off to be a part of a church and a part of religion it is something that has helped me exponentially Um, i am not involved in a church like a real church plus during this quarantine like none of us are going to an actual church you know it's kind of not a thing right now but i do plan on you know getting it back into a church in a sunday routine but Throughout the past two, three years, I've been streaming church pretty much every Sunday from just YouTube. And I've found my own personal growth there. And I think the more that I kind of stray away from religion and the more that I kind of intertwine myself with spirituality, that's where I personally feel comfortable. That's where I feel like I can express and share others the goodness of God is taking away the aspect of religion and adding in the responsibility of the relationship that you build. So many, so many people can sit their ass in church every single week, show up on time, serve as an usher, take their communion, worship and raise their hands while they sing and 90% of those people are still going out during the week and sinning their face off. And that's okay. But don't act perfect. Like that's that's the last thing that God's God expects from us is to be perfect. And I'm not saying that it gives us a, a hall pass to just be these reckless savages, but we are allowed to interpret and take our own version of Christ that we are learning and growing and developing through in learning through that you know we have a bible we have apps and devotions we have ways to learn about him um and you know i do encourage you to to take time and do a daily devotional or do whatever fills your cup but just as other people see other versions of us we see other versions of people And you might see a different version of God than I see as a version of God. Granted, he is the same person and he says the same shit and we know exactly what he says, but that doesn't mean that your interpretation of something biblical might be different than what my interpretation of something biblical is. And that's okay too. So, you know, when people, not that I get a lot of people being complete D heads to me, but sometimes I just get the the questions every now and then very few and far between of just how can I call myself a Christian when I cuss or how can I call myself a Christian when I had sex before I was married? Or how can I call myself a Christian when I lived with my fiance before we were married? And my biggest question back is just how can you call yourself a Christian when you're a judgmental asshat? That is what I always say because as Christians, we are not to judge. There is one person in the world to judge our doings, and that is God Himself. And if you're going to sit there and act like you believe in Him, then believe in His judgment and stop judging yourself. Now, naturally, as humans, we're going to judge, right? Oh, wow, she she did that, or oh, oh, he, wow, he <laughs> he already proposed. So. Yikes. Good luck for that. You know, I get it. We're going to judge. But there's a difference in judging from afar and just having those surface level basic human instinct of judgment versus going out of your way to attack and harass someone who is simply trying to live a life that they are proud of. And that's where I think the issue I kind of feel with religion is and why it's driven me out of being a part of churches. Because I don't wanna change who I am and I'm so confident in who I am, but no one in a church setting can bat an eye and pretend like they don't do what I do behind closed doors and they'll judge me for it in a church setting. So why would I wanna throw myself in church for them to find out who I am on social media, watch and listen to my podcast, see me throw around the F word, and then go back to church and report me and you know I'm kicked out of the church. Not that that would happen, but you understand. I get it. I get why so many people are so embarrassed and ashamed of showing up to church. Because you have skeletons in the closet. You have things you're not proud of. You have things that maybe you are proud of, but you feel like you shouldn't be in a church setting. There's a lot of things that are are wrong, but there's also so many things that are right. So, you know, is is religion a one way up and down street, black and white? Absolutely not. There is so much gray area in Christianity because there's so many different ways that people take the interpretation of the Bible and how they spew it. You know, there's so many different ways you can take Genesis one one. You know what I mean? There's so many ways you can dissect different parts of the Bible or or dissect why Eve sinned and not Adam. You know, oh, so women are inferior, women are stupid. You know, and if anyone can take that story and run with it. Anyone can also look at the Bible and say it's a bunch of shit and, and not real. So it's hard. It's hard. Faith is hard because you have to walk by faith even when you don't see it none of us lived in the bcs no one technically can back up the bible there's there's some maybe scientific stuff you know out in jerusalem where they uncovered this and uncovered that but technically in a lot of ways there there is no valid sense of how the bible came to be and how it was created and printed and all this goodness goodness stuff so it's hard it is hard to keep faith and when you might be someone, uh, along with myself, who by other Christians continues to get pushed down, it can be even more hard to have faith. Because you're like, why would I have to deal with assholes like this if God was real? That that's not fair, you know what I mean? Or like, I thought Christians were supposed to be nice, like I, spo- I was, I'm supposed to be uplifted. So, you know, do I believe that you should consistently live in sin even when you know it's it's wrong blah 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 N- no you know yes correct your actions but am i perfect and have i done that no i haven't and i just i want to be open and vulnerable and share that with you guys because i feel like a lot of people that are probably listening are currently most likely not married and you might have had quite a few sexual partners And when you hear people talk about Christianity or blasphemy or whatever, you feel dirty and you don't feel worthy and you feel like you did it wrong and you're not perfect. I just recently finished up this show Married at First Sight and there was a lady on there on the show and her name was iris and she was such a gorgeous woman um and she was with her husband who she met at first sight keith this is on netflix and hulu but she was on the show and she was a virgin and it caused a lot of tension between her and her husband who ended up they ended up getting a divorce but it also was something that she as i kind of watched her and saw her body language and how she chatted about things she was very proud of being a virgin and you should be you know that's a that's an accomplishment (laughs) it sounds so wrong it's like oh here's an award good job but it also doesn't mean that the other girls that were on the show weren't worthy of a of a proper husband or worthy of a great life because they had sex before they got married that that's not how god works he doesn't go oh all right knock her down two points. She just had sex. So she doesn't really deserve the rest of her life or up. Oh, she smoked weed a few times. So go ahead and ding her down or up oh, Desiree. Yeah. That girl, she says, she says, fuck on her podcast a few times. Go ahead and just go ahead and take five years off her life. She doesn't deserve that. That <laughs> that's not, that's not how God operates guys. And if you're listening and you're like just fucking rolling your eyes at me right now, I just want you to remember, like, tell me where in the Bible that God said he's going to ding you down points in years off your life for for using a wrong word. Let me know. If you can prove that to me, then I'll delete this podcast and I'll give it a formal apology, but you, you can't, so I'm not going to delete this. I just want to share because... I don't, I just don't give a shit your accomplishments in a spiritual way in life because it doesn't matter because when we all get to the gates of heaven, after we've invited Jesus Christ to live in our hearts and give us eternal life, you and I are going to be on the same pedestal and that doesn't give me an excuse to like sin all the time. I'm not saying that. The, the point is yes to walk in God. But what I'm saying is if you do something bad. You're going to be treated the same way as someone who lived their whole life pure. And I just think that certain in certain ways. The Christian community. Needs to be more inviting needs to loosen up a little bit. We're in 2020, okay? This isn't 1970s or 1980s where other things just like weren't available to us. Nowadays, you have 13-year-olds hooking up from fucking TikTok, and you have people in drug epidemics around the world. You know, like it's, it's not the same world Therefore, religion, spirituality, and the way that we see life needs to also change. And I think it bothers me when I see people, yes, attack others for cussing or for premarital sex. But what hurts me even more is when we attack the LGBTQ plus community for wanting to be a part of God's world. At the end of the day, God made these people And I don't mean to be derogatory by saying these people. I'm sorry. I don't. I didn't mean it like that. God made all of us. He made uh, Simon down the road who's gay. He made uh, Elizabeth down the street who likes women. He made what? Whoever Johnny to wake up, but he maybe wants to be a woman, not a male. God still had every single fiber in his body creating those people as he did anyone else. So by you mistreating them, you're mistreating God's creation. So if you're this, you know, gung ho Christian lover who wants to say that we're all created in the image of God, then why are you guys segregating out the homosexuals or the trans? community who wants to be a part of a church. You know, I was lucky to go to a church here in Columbus um, called Rock City, and we had quite a few homosexual members at the church, and they were all treated very, very, very well. Um, I've even been to churches where there's um, homosexual people or trans in the community who are on the, um, you know, in the choir. In the sound group, you know, whatever, have a place in the church, and that's how we should operate. But sadly, you still have these 1985 hillbillies running churches, you know, showboating. That LGBTQ plus community is—they're pretty much just not allowed to love God. Sorry, you're a product of the devil. You are not allowed to invite God into your life. That's not fair either. And, you know, I've never, I've obviously not had to go through life worrying about being murdered for coming out or being murdered for wanting to dress how I felt who I was. You know, I haven't had to live that life, but to think that there's people out there that have lost their lives due to that is crushing. And to know that a lot of the reason behind it is because certain Christian groups, certain religious groups can't handle their differences, hurts me even more. So, you know, regardless of you being completely straight, completely gay, completely trans, it just doesn't, fucking matter if you want to know God if you want to bring him into your life and allow him into yours then you have every single right to do that and if anyone ever makes you feel uncomfortable for that then they are the ones that are wrong and that is a sin so I'm sorry that I'm, I'm on my Soapbox a little bit today. But lately, especially, I've just been feeling so removed from any form of Christian community. And I'm almost embarrassed to post that, you know, I'm embarrassed to share a Bible verse or I'm embarrassed to share, you know, oh, guys, God is good. Because I feel like all I'm going to do is get fucking attacked. Oh, you can't, you, why are you posting a verse when you just posted a story that had the word shit in it? You know what I mean? Like it's it's embarrassing to, to see people operate like that. And so if I can have just the kahunas to come on here and share my thoughts about relationships with Christ here, And hopefully some of you guys will maybe even share it to your friends. I just wanted to kind of give you a glimpse into my feelings about it. And, you know, I've seen people try to be perfect Christians. I've been involved with people trying to be perfect Christians. And to be quite honest, it's draining. It's draining because you feel like you have to walk on eggshells. And you feel like you're constantly being judged by your friends or your peers. And it sucks. And I've been there and I get it. So if you're here and you say fuck a few times a week. And you drink a little heavier than some. I just want you to know that you're invited into the kingdom as much as anyone else is. And that we all are. We all have an invitation. God doesn't just fucking pick and choose who he wants a part of his kingdom and who he doesn't. He will take anyone. He will love anyone. And he will not forsake you. And he will not leave you. And it doesn't matter how many times you've stole from somewhere, how many times you've gone on a Tinder hookup, You're not gonna get ding down points from anyone else other than society. And if you guys listened to my podcast a few weeks back about numbers, you know, numbers don't matter. And neither do the amount of supporters that you have behind you in the community, in the Christian community. Sometimes you just have to find your own spiritual wave and ride that shit out. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, Christianity, spirituality, it's you you have your whole life to master it and it'll continue to shift and evolve as you grow and change and age so to be a perfect Christian right now to be a perfect worshiper of Christ is just it's unnecessary don't put that weight on you continue to grow daily dive into something new today you know maybe go listen to an elevation church podcast um you know go listen to something that'll enlighten you a little bit in um, kind of in in a good way, but don't, don't count yourself out just because you haven't lived a clean life. And if you have lived a clean life, I mean, uh, power to you. I mean, I, I'm very much just in, you know, hats off. You are amazing. And thank you for, um, you know, worshiping your God, but 99% of you out here are dirty or you feel dirty and that's all right because God is someone who cleans anyone and takes anyone, no matter how dirty or clean you are. So I just wanted to share that today. Um, it was just weighing really heavy on my heart because I've, I've felt a little bit lost the past few weeks myself. Um, just kind of, where am I in my relationship? W- what does this look like to me? You know, I'm, I'm having a child now. How, how do I wanna upbring uh, it? How do I, do I wanna push Christianity on it? Do I, uh, uh, it's new. It's a new phase for me too. And so I just wanted to come a little bit more serious today and, and just and dive into that with you guys because I hope that someone can walk out of this podcast knowing that they're way more than enough and you don't have to be anything else. You are awesome. God made you, you. And it's okay to be a little flawed. Okay. Uh, let me know what you guys think of this episode. You know, if you listen to the end here, I just want to say thank you. I know it was a little bit of a, a different approach emotionally to this podcast, but I, I want to hear from you guys. So, you know, if you would honestly send me an email. Send me an email, desbfit, D E S B F I T, at gmail.com. Um, just let me know what you thought of this. Let me know if you got anything from it. I'd love to hear back from you guys and reply back because this was this was a little bit hard for me to do. I'm gonna be very honest, very, very difficult because I'm worried about um, the messages I'm gonna get from it that are not gonna be nice. And hopefully I don't get any. Hopefully I don't get any. Um, but it's still nerve wracking to put out, you know, opinions and beliefs and faith and values out um, because everyone's quick to type. Everyone's quick to type. We're all quick to be keyboard warriors, but if you saw me in the street, you wouldn't say anything. So uh, make sure you guys check me out on Instagram, Des, D-S-B, as in boy, three underscores. Um, you can find me there and kind of catch up with my life. I also have my personal Instagram, just Des Pfeiffer, underscore, underscore, underscore. <sighs> that was a heavy talk today, guys. I'm going to be back next Sunday with something a little bit more light, a little bit more fun. But again, as we continue to dive through this podcast In general, and just continue to kind of learn where my flavor is and how I want to present things to you guys. I think sometimes, as I've mentioned before, you have to hear it from the right person to kind of regurgitate it correctly. So I'm hoping that some of you, maybe the way that I stated a few things, maybe stuck with you a little bit better. But thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you leave a five-star review if you're on iTunes. Make sure you leave a review in general. And if you're in Spotify, just make sure that you're continuing to share my podcast with others and tag me in your Instagram stories if you're listening. Um, I really appreciate it. So thank you guys for tuning in. Remember that no matter who you are, God fucking loves you. And he's not going to give up on you, and neither am I. Hope you guys have a great day. We'll chat soon.